0: A look at 80s music from Orange County, California. Music that came from here and music that came to here. Join me, your host, Doug Crandall, every Thursday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Good evening and welcome to another night of Behind the Orange Curtain. Behind the Orange Curtain explores music that came from here to influence the rest of the world, and music that made it here from around the world to influence those of us who lived here in Orange County during the 80s. Tonight's episode is about Slash Records, an American record label originally specializing in local punk rock bands, active from 1978 to 2000. It was notable as one of the first and most successful independent record labels in alternative music. It would eventually be acquired by Warner Music Group. Before the record label existed, Slash was a punk rock related fanzine in the United States from 1977 to 1980. The magazine was a large format tabloid focused on the Los Angeles punk scene. With a relatively wide distribution for a punk scene, Slash helped bring the LA underground scene to the attention of the rest of the world. The fanzine also gave birth to Slash Records. The label was formed in 1978 by Bob Biggs. Biggs was a painter. The label was distributed through Jim until 1981 when that company went bankrupt. Slash then entered into a distribution deal with Warner Brothers. A move that was among the first collaborations between a self-started indie and a major label. The label flourished even after the magazine stopped in 1980. A subsidiary, Ruby Records, was started in 1981. Ruby released albums by Misfits, Dream Syndicate, The Gun Club. By the mid-1980s, Slash had branched out beyond Southern California, reaching albums by Robin Hitchcock and Burning Spear. So let's get tonight's episode kicked off with a band by the name of The Plugs, also known as Los Plugs. They were a Latino punk band from Los Angeles, California, that formed in 1977. They were among the first Latino punk bands. The plugs melded the spirit of punk and Latino music. Their songs reflected the anger and angst of growing up a Chicano. Their first release featured three songs, Move, Mindless Contentment, and Let Go. Here are the plugs performing Move on their single on Slash Records in
1: 1978. I
2: I think you're reaching and we're all gonna move ya. We're all gonna move ya. Come on, hate me, but you started to create me. Come on!
0: The Plugs would go on to eventually have two songs featured on the soundtrack for the movie Repo Man in 1984. That very same year they disbanded. Here's Let Go by The Plugs. Let go, let go. Now, the first band signed to Slash Records was an American punk rock band from Los Angeles, California, called The Germs. The Germs were originally active from 1976 to 1980. The band's main early lineup consisted of singer Darby Crash, guitarist Pat Smear, bassist Lorna Doom, and drummer Don Bolas. The original drummer, in 1977, was a young lady named Dottie Danger. She was sidelined and out of the band because she had a bout of mono for an extended period of time. She would later revert to her real name, Belinda Carlisle, and front the iconic Go-Go's. This is their very first concert recorded live at the Whiskey-A-Go-Go with Rodney on the Rock and Belinda Carlisle of the Go-Go's introducing the band for their performance.
1: At this time, I'd like to introduce you to... Hey, hold on here.
2: Wait a minute, the prince of pop, the king of Los Angeles radio, Rodney Biggenheimer.
1: Thank you, welcome to the Whiskey A Go Go. As you know, this is being done for a live album on a CBGB's level, be played on the Rodney Show. I don't play tapes, only plastic records. I'd like to thank all of you who came last night. They did some things for Time Magazine to be out this Monday. I think it's out on the stands. On here on the stage, a young lady who used to be a member of this group. She's going to explain to you why she's not in the group anymore. And here she is to introduce the germs. Belinda. The
2: reason why I'm not in the group anymore, because they're too dirty for me, and they're sluts. But anyway, here's the group you've all been waiting for, the germ That's an animal operation, defense in the G-Tax Miller. Been all the time, a real sensation, Hindi's been up young.
0: What We Do Is Secret by The Germs. Often considered the first hardcore punk album, it was released in the United States in 1979 on Slash Records with a catalog number of SR-103. The album's title is an acronym for The Germs Incognito, an alternate name that the band used to obtain bookings in their early reputation when it kept them out of Los Angeles area clubs. The following year, in Penelope Spheres' documentary, The Decline of Western Civilization, which chronicled the Los Angeles punk movement, and one year after the release of G.I. on December 7, 1980, vocalist Darby crash-killed himself. The G.I. sessions took place at the Quad Tech Recording Studio in Los Angeles. Joan Jett, a longtime friend and hero of many of the band members since her time in the Runaways, was asked to produce the album. Recorded in about three weeks, the album cost the label $6,000 to produce. Their music was influential to many later punk rock acts. Smear went on to achieve greater fame performing with Nirvana and the Foo Fighters. Here are the germs and their song, Lexicon Devil, off of their only studio album on Slash Records.
2: my Give me, give me your Give me, your Give me, give me your end, you give me, give me, give me, give me.
0: signing the Germs, they signed another American punk band from Los Angeles called X. X was formed in 1977. The original members are vocalist Exene Servanka, vocalist and bass player John Doe, guitarist Billy Zoom, and drummer DJ Bonebreak. X was founded by singer Doe and the guitarist Billy Zoom. Doe brought his poetry writing girlfriend Servanka to band practices. She eventually joined the band as a vocalist. Drummer Bonebreak was the last of the original members to join after leaving a local group, The Eyes. He also filled in on drums for the germs. Now let's hear White Girl off of their first album on Slash Records. (laughs) ¶¶ debut album was called Los Angeles, and it was produced by the Doors keyboard player. It sold well by the standards of independent labels, and much of X's early material had a rockabilly edge to it. Doe and Cervanka wrote most of the group's songs, and their slightly off-kilter harmony vocals served as the group's most distinctive element. Their lyrics tended to be straight-out poetry. Let's hear Los Angeles by X. one we come to is the Gun Club. They are formed by Jeffrey Lee Pierce, guitar and vocals with a friend, chief of the Ramones Fan Club, and fellow music enthusiast Brian Tristan, also known as Kid Congo Powers. Pierce was the former head of the Blondie Fan Club in Los Angeles and previously a member of other local bands. The Gun Club name was on a suggestion by Pierce's roommate. Circle Jerk singer Keith Morris. Kid Congo commented that the early Gun Club incarnation were too arty for the rock people, too rock for the arty people, too cuckoo for the blues crowd, and too American for punk. The Gun Club often opened for X, the bags, circle jerks, and the blasters. Let's kick it off with Sex Beat by the Gun Club.
2: Jack's got a mucka shine, on his head, and Debra Ann's got a tiger in her hips. They can twist and turn, they can move and burn, they can throw themselves against the ball, but they creep for what they need, and they explode to the car, and then they move Very stupid like us all. Very stupid as the simple thought of ever thinking at all. And all the mind, all the soul, all the body, all we know, all the things that should've made us home. All the colorless security was all less so we could go. Of blue, you make my tropical apartment bed. your sacrificial food, my body.
0: Securing a record deal with Ruby Records, a division of Slash, the group released their debut album, Fire of Love, on August 31, 1981. The album was produced by Tito La Riva, of The Plugs, and Chris D., Frontman, of The Flesh Eaters. Tom Jurek, of AllMusic, noted that nobody has heard music like this before or since. Fire Love sold well and received strong reviews upon release. Here's Ghost on the Highway.
2: It's cloudy in the west. It looks like rain. My eyes are black holes, and I'm burning away. You slaughtered your loving man, killed him in his sleep, and the bloody crown of your murder simply stains cheese, sheets. Your ghost on the highway. Gestures meaningless, you're lost to the living man. Trace those to the end. You thought winning as a woman meant failing as friends. It is not an odd statement to drown a few passionate men. You made yourself a diamond to blind young men's eyes. You claim because they want to shine, they deserve to walk the line you are got to stop it.
0: Next up, a band that is often recognized as the pioneers of horror punk. Blending punk and other musical influences with horror film themes and imagery, The Misfits were formed in 1977 in Lodi, New Jersey, by Glenn Danzig, who had previous experience performing in local bands and named his new group after actress Marilyn Monroe's final film, The Misfits, in 1961. The band played their first two performances at CBGB in New York, followed by other local performances over the following two months. Here is Skulls by The Misfits. The first album, Walk Among Us, was released in March of 1982 through Ruby and Slash Records. It was the first full-length Misfits album to be properly released, and the only album to be released while the early incarnation of the band was still active. A national tour in support of the album followed, and the band's performances began to grow more intense and violent. Here is Astro Zombies by The Misfits. So tonight, I'm going to be launching a new segment of the show. This segment is called Under the Covers. And basically, it's a band doing a cover song of the band that we're referencing during the show, and maybe a version you've never heard before. So for tonight, I'd like to introduce a band that's brand new and emerging out of Orange County. After the Millennials is an American band made up of two sets of twins. Seth, Sarah, Nate, and Naomi. Their love for music began at an early age in their home, as it was filled with musical instruments and the fact that their father was a musician himself. The younger set of twins are comprised of Nate on drums and doing vocal harmonies and some of the writing, and Naomi on guitar, lead vocals, and the majority of the songwriting. The rest of the band is comprised of the older set of twins, Seth and Sarah, Seth is on the keys, while Sarah plays the bass guitar and the double bass. Their songs portray raw emotional themes that relate to everyone, regardless of their age or background. But because of their father's interest in 80s music and punk, they pull from many of these artists' influences and style today. Here is After the Millennials' take on Danzig's Mother.
2: We're going to do a cover. This song is originally by Danzig. Daughter out tonight. Gonna show her my world, Father. Not about to see your light. But if you wanna find hell with me, I can show you what it's like till you're bleeding. Hold my hand Tell your children not to under
0: by singer-guitarist Lee Ving and bassist Def Scratch, who recruited guitarist Burt Good and drummer Johnny Backbeat in 1978. Fear released a single, I Love Living in the City. Shortly after this, Good and Backbeat left the band and were replaced by Philo Kramer and Spit Sticks. Film director Penelope Spheris, who we mentioned earlier, met Ving and sticks while they were hanging handbills on telephone poles in Los Angeles on Laurel Canyon Boulevard. After a brief discussion, she asked if they wanted to be in a documentary about the Los Angeles punk scene, the decline of Western civilization. In the film, Fear performed a set in which they baited members of the audience with personal attacks, sexist and homophobic slurs, and offbeat humor, inspiring some audience members to come on stage to fight them. At the time, Spiris was married to Slash Records president, Bob Biggs, who would later that year sign a recording deal with Fear. Here's I Don't Care About You. documentary we keep bringing up, The Decline of Western Civilization, caught the attention of John Belushi, who lobbied successfully to get the band a spot as a musical guest on the 1981 Halloween episode of his former show, Saturday Night Live. The band's appearance included a group of slam dancers, among them Belushi, Ian McKay of Minor Threat, and later Fugazi, Tesco V of the Meat Men, Harley Flanagan, and John Joseph of the Crow mags and John Brannan of Negative Approach. The show's director originally wanted to prevent the dancers from participating, so Belushi offered to be in the episode if the dancers were allowed to stay. The end result was the shortening of Fear's appearance on TV. They started their second song by saying, It's great to be in New Jersey, drawing booze from SNL's New York Live audience. Fear played, I don't care about you, Beef Bologna, New York's All Right If You Like Saxophones, and started to play Let's Have a War when the telecast faded into a commercial. Cameras, a piano, and other property were damaged. After their SNL appearance, which resulted in $20,000 in damage, some clubs chose not to hire the band. Here's one of those songs that actually got to be heard on SNL that night, Beef Bologna by Fear. My
2: baby, to so talk about low downs, like dude mm-hmm.
1: And it's a sing
2: and a homo sing. Homo sap, my baby just about. So just a battle, of low downs, can you do? Woo-hoo!
0: 180 in musical style, this artist from Slash Records is Bonnie Hayes. She's an American singer, songwriter, and musician, and record producer from San Francisco. Her songs have been recorded by Cher, Bette Midler, Bonnie Raitt, Natalie Cole, Robert Cray, David Crosby, Adam Ant, and Booker T and the MGs. Hayes is the eldest of seven children, and she attended Washington High School in San Francisco. Her brother, Chris, was the lead guitarist for Huey Lewis and the News, and another brother, Kevin, the drummer for the Robert Cray Band. In the early 1980s, Hayes founded the new wave band The Punts and released the single Shelly's Boyfriend. In 1982, the band was signed to Slash Records and changed the name to Bonnie Hayes with the Wild Combo. A song from the album called Girls Like Me appeared in the 1983 movie Valley Girl. Let's hear it now. began to expand its reach outside of Los Angeles, they signed an American folk punk band from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The band consisted of singer guitarist and songwriter Gordon Gano, bassist Brian Ritchie, saxophonist and keyboardist Blaze Garza and drummer John Sparrow. I'm talking about the Violent Femmes. In its early days the band frequently played coffee houses and street corners they were discovered by James Honeyman Scott of The Pretenders on August 23rd, 1981, when the band was busking on a street corner in front of the Oriental Theater, the Milwaukee venue that The Pretenders would be playing later that night. Chrissy Hind invited them to play a brief acoustic set after the opening act. Here's Kiss Off by the Violent Femmes.
2: Someone, a person to talk to Someone who'd care to love Could it be you? Could it be you? Situation gets rough Then I start to panic It's not enough It's just the habit It kid, you're sick Well darling, this is sick You can all just kiss off into the air Behind my back I can see them stare They'll hurt me bad. They'll hurt me bad, they do, it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. they do it all the time. Do all the time. <laughs> they do it all the time. They do it all the time. They do it all the time. Do it, they do it all the, time. It all I the time. time. I hope you know that this will go down on your permanent record. Oh yeah? Well, don't get so distressed. Did I happen to mention that I'm impressed? you left me, and two, two, two for my family, and three, three, three for my heartache, and four, four, four for my headaches, and five, five, five for my lonely, and six, six, six for my sorrow, and seven, seven, no tomorrow, and eight, eight, I forget what eight was for, but nine. It's so
0: Violent Femmes have released 10 studio albums and 15 singles during the course of their career. The band found immediate success with the release of their self-titled debut album in early 1983, featuring many of their well-known songs including Blister in the Sun, Kiss Off, which we just played, "Added Up, and Gone Daddy Gone. Violent Femmes became the band's biggest selling album and was eventually certified platinum by the RIAA in 2005. They've sold over 9 million copies of their debut album. This song that I'm about to play would later be covered by Gnarls Barkley, giving it new life to a younger generation. Here is the original Gone Daddy Gone. is an English singer, songwriter, and guitarist. While primarily a vocalist and guitarist, he also plays harmonica, piano, and bass guitar. After leading the soft boys in the late 1970s and releasing the influential Underwater Moonlight, Hitchcock launched a prolific solo career. His musical and lyrical styles have been influenced by Bob Dylan, John Lennon, Sid Barrett, Captain Beefheart, Brian Ferry, and Roger McGuinn. Hitchcock's lyrics tend to include surrealism, comedic elements, characterizations of English eccentrics, and melancholy depictions of everyday life. Hitchcock released his solo debut in 1981. In 1984, he formed a new band, Robin Hitchcock and the Egyptians, comprising of former members of the Soft Boys resulting in their 1985 debut on Slash Records, which featured typically surrealist Hitchcock songs such as My Wife and My Dead Wife and Heaven Here is My Wife and My Dead Wife by Robin Hitchcock and the Egyptians
2: My wife lies down in a chair and peels the pen I know she's there I make come back in with coffee for three. Coffee for three. My dead wife sits in a chair, combing her hair. I know she's there. She wants turn round and my dead wife's upstairs, she's still wearing flares, she talks out
0: Another rock band from San Francisco that signed on to Slash Records was formed in 1979, a band called Faith No More. Before settling on the current name, the band performed under names like Sharp Young Men and later Faith No Man. After releasing six studio albums, including best-selling records The Real Thing and Angel Dust, Faith No More officially announced its breakup in 1998. In late 1986, Faith No More was signed to Slash Records. The label had been recently sold to the Warner Music Group, subsidiary London Records, ensuring a widespread release for the band's following albums. Introduce Yourself was released in 1987, and a revamped version of their debut album's track title, We Care A Lot, saw only minor success on MTV. But here it is for you right now, We Care A Lot by Faith No More. it's time for the final song, this week's Crucial Cut. It's an English rock band formed in London in 1977. For most of their history, the lineup consisted of primary songwriter, Sting on lead vocals and bass guitar, Andy Summers, guitar, and Stuart Copeland, drums and percussion. The police became globally popular in the late 1970s and early 1980s, emerging in the British new wave scene, They played a style of rock influenced by punk, reggae, and jazz. So join us next week on Behind the Orange Curtain as we explore the second British invasion. Closing out our night is the police performing their second single, So Lonely. Good night, and until next week, so long. (laughs) music from orange county california music that came from here and music that came to here join me your host doug crandall every thursday night at nine o'clock p.m pacific standard time
2: a naked blonde walks into a bar with a poodle under one arm and a two-foot salami under the other (laughs) she lays the poodle on the table bartender says i suppose you won't be needing a drink Naked Lady says.